0: Oh, it's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and I did the terrestrial radio show last night, so my voice is kind of shot after two hours of amazing broadcasting where I tweaked liberal nipples for 120 minutes, and I enjoyed every single second of it. And I don't know any other measurements of time to add to that, so... Uh, the World Economic Forum has decided that it is quote unquote wasteful to own a private car. That's from Neon Nettle. The World Economic Forum argues that communal sharing of cars is the way forward to lessen global demands for precious metals and fossil fuels. That's right. Most are barely driven, and a universal model that will take care of consumers for owning to using their cars as the way forward, especially since, according to the WEF, the average car or van in England is just driven 4% of the time. In other words, they want everybody to use mass transit. And if you don't, you have to use an electric vehicle, which will force you to be tracked and can be turned on and turned off at a moment's notice depending upon which corporation and government agency disguising itself as an advocate for the public and the worker and everybody else has to say about it. So yet again, another example of how the World Economic Forum wants to lock you down. And we have to thank the United States for these kinds of actions, because where else would they be, they being the EU and England and the UK, uh, that if they did not have the excuse of the Ukraine and Russia to drive this kind of restriction on freedom when it comes to automobiles and just the mere instance of traveling wherever somebody wants to go, whenever they want to go. Uh, although I can't understand the 4% number because I don't know if you know anybody in a major city area, a major Democrat city like in L.A. or... San Francisco, or San Diego, or New York City, or Boston, but people park their cars, or people have cars to park them, and they only drive the cars unless it's absolutely necessary. Otherwise, they literally drive the car to move it to the other side of the street when street cleaning has to happen on certain days of the week, and it makes no sense as to why somebody would actually own a car. So, but this goes to what I've been saying for a long time now, where the World Economic Forum is arguing, and also the now the United Nations, because the UN released last week that they're going to be partnering further with the World Economic Forum to uh, accelerate Agenda 2030, which would basically corral everybody into major cities and have them be smart cities, so that they can be tracked in real time at all time via 5G and 6G. Uh, through, whatever, through whatever nefarious technologies they have lined up for the for the public, so this goes to uh, exemplify that, and they're using the Ukraine as the logic for it. So, oh gosh, we just don't have the fossil fuels anymore because of those dastardly Russians that invaded the Ukraine. And so we're just going to have to cut down on fuel and natural gas, uh, and uh, people are go- not going to be able to take showers all the time. Yes, that, that little nugget came out in Germany. You can't take showers anytime you want anymore. Uh, and now you can't drive a car or you can't own a private car, so the only way to do it is to carpool or or mass transit or whatever else. They're using the Ukraine to further the depopulation and complete control grid that they want to instill upon the planet. And furthermore, Dr. Tedros Gabracius what's his last name? Dr. Tedros Gab, uh, no, Adam, oh man, I can never pronounce this jerk's name. Adam Gabracius. he decided to overrule. The, he, now, he's the director of the World Health Organization, the director general. Now, the thing about Dr. Tedros Ad hominem Gesundheit is that he, whilst being a doctor, that does not mean he is a medical doctor. It means that he has a PhD. It means that he has no medical training. He's read books. He's observed from afar. But he has not had any hands-on experience. He's got a Bachelor's of Science in Biology from the University of Asmara, which I think is in Ethiopia. He studied at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine was awarded a Master's of Science degree in Immunology of Infectious Diseases from the University of London. And in two thousands he earned a Director of Philosophy. Oh, he likes to sit and think in community health from the University of Nottingham. So, in other words, the guy likes to think. He doesn't necessarily like to do any of the icky work. Now, if you look into the background of what he was associated with, like the Tigray People's Liberation Front, whilst in Ethiopia, you all of a sudden have a really, really good idea of where Dr. Tedros at Hominem Gesundheit comes from. A quick Google search will display Tigray People's Liberation Front emblems, which, oddly enough, looks strikingly similar to the Soviet Union and the Communists. It's got two strands of wheat to form a circle. It comes up from the bottom of the emblem. It's got a fasci in the center, which, in other words, a fasci is a bundle of sticks, usually with an axe head at the top of it. Uh, Fascists used that symbol. That symbol was used throughout Italy. Oddly enough, the fasci is emblazoned in the... Uh, in the halls of Capitol Hill throughout the United States, which makes you really wonder. And also on the Tigray People's Liberation Front emblem, you've got a torch and a hammer. It is a far-left-wing, ethnic, nationalist, paramilitary group banned political party because of its extremist ideology. In other words, Dr. Teddy has an extreme affinity for groups like the Chinese government, And communism. So please, don't tell me that Ad Hominin Gesundheit really cares about the human population. He is all about dictatorial, top-down control where you do not have any choices to make. Furthermore, Dr. Tedros decided to overrule the recommendations of his council on how dangerous monkeypox should actually be. Dr. Teddy came out and declared that a global spread of monkeypox is a public health emergency of international concern. Now, guess how many people are are on the planet? About 8 billion with a B. Guess how many cases of monkeypox there are? 16,000. So 16,000 cases of monkeypox out of 8 billion people. Two discriminating factors that have to go into what makes up a monkeypox outbreak. Number one is the amount of countries that have a monkeypox outbreak is strikingly similar to the amount of countries that took the Pfizer inoculations. Now, I brought this up in the past about uh, on my first monkeypox outbreak podcast where i spoke about how the autoimmune problems that one receives once they get injected one of the adverse events in other words side effects includes things that striking that are strikingly similar to monkeypox second almost 98% of cases come from bisexual and gay men so Dr. Tedros at Hominem Gesundheit said we have an outbreak that has spread around the world rapidly through new modes of transmission about which we understand too little. No, we understand plenty. It's a whole bunch of homosexuals in fetish orgies having group sex and they're spreading monkeypox because more than likely they are injected at least two times, probably with a booster, and their immune systems are shot. So this is what you get. For all these reasons, Dr. Teddy said, I have decided that the global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. And he says that this is an outbreak that is concentrated amongst men who have sex with men, especially those with multiple sexual partners. Now, this is what you have to know about monkeypox. How is monkeypox spread, you might ask? Monkeypox is well the first thing you have to watch out for with monkeypox is what are the symptoms it sounds a, a lot like well guess what it sounds a lot like the flu like the cold aches pains blah 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 so on and so forth fevers swollen lymph nodes a massive massive lymph nodes you would find but how do you actually get monkeypox if you go to msdh.ms.gov, transmission can occur with close skin-to-skin contact, kissing, cuddling, or sex with an infected person. Can also uh, This is where they fluff it up here. Oh, it can also occur by touching clothing or linens or bedding or towels of an infected person or inhaling respiratory droplets. No, no, no. So what happens is that people have fornicating experiences And they finish off or wipe off with a towel, and someone is stupid enough to touch said soggy towel, and all of a sudden they've now got the monkeypox. That's how that works. It's when someone busts a load on somebody else, and they are now infected. That's how it works. There's no other way to look at it. I'm sorry. One of the other symptoms is, guess what? A swollen anus. So if any of you out there have a swollen butthole, you may in fact be infected with the monkeypox disease. So here's the other disturbing thing. You had Dr. Rochelle Tiers-Wolensky that came out this week talking about monkeypox and how dangerous it is. And oh, goodness, the United States has the most injections available for monkeypox Uh, out there right now more than any other country on the planet. And, oh, by the way, I've confirmed that at least two children have contracted monkeypox. How did two children contract monkeypox knowing where the outbreaks are taking place and how the outbreaks are taking place, Ms. Walensky? Please answer the question. Answer me. Exactly. 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 Why are children coming down with monkeypox when it is essentially an STD amongst the homosexual community? Through group sex. Are those children being raped? Are those children engaging in sexual acts through child groomers? That's what I'd really like to know. Even Dr. Tedros at Hominem Gesundheit admitted to such things. But no one in the mainstream media would dare ask that question, now would they? Of course not. Of course not, because if they did, the optics for that would be horrendous. Do you know why it would be horrendous? Because all of a sudden the woke mindset would be exposed for what it is. Nobody cares if you're gay, but keep children out of it. No one cares if you're a lesbian, or nobody cares if you want to identify as a rabbit or a turtle or some other forest-dwelling creature, but stop it with the kids. Enough. You can go on libs of TikTok and look at all of this stuff. There was somebody else today that came out with uh, a hidden camera during a school board meeting talking about how children in the school district as young as 12 are getting their breasts chopped off. Male children as young as 16 are getting their testicles chopped off. We wonder if the parents are aware of such activities. And such grooming that's going on in these public schools. It's disgusting. It's reprehensible. Uh, But here's the other thing about all of this. About the whole monkeypox thing. One of the, like I said, one of the adverse events for the injections. Autoimmune blistering disease. Guess what that is? Guess what that sounds like? It sounds an awful, like, monkeypox. So please. Please. Stop with the nonsense. You have to seriously consider what's going on here, and what I mean by that is you have to start looking at the people's immune systems. You have to start looking at people's health, and if their immune systems are so demolished, they can't keep things like shingles and chickenpox and monkeypox in check. Why? Because of the injections they've accepted. What is really going on here, I suspect it is exactly what I've been saying. It is a depopulation effort, and I hope, I hope it's for somebody to finally realize what's going on out here. Because if you've been listening to me for two years, you know damn well what's going on at this point. You can go to uh, expose-news.com. And the expose is the website. Monkeypox is only circulating in countries where the Pfizer vaccine has been distributed and is being used to advance a technocratic great reset. So, allegedly the first time since its discovery amongst humans in Africa over 50 years ago, the monkeypox is now circulating in countries like the US, UK, Canada, Brazil, Australia, and most of Europe. Oddly enough, that is where COVID-19 shots from Pfizer have been distributed and they also go into it's a great article but it's very very long i'm not going to go into it some 15 minutes in uh but you can just read what's going on here they reference VAERS and flu vaccines now what is VAERS is the vaccine adverse event reporting system so in other words if something happens to you after you've been injected with something you're supposed to report it onto VAERS And VAERS represents about 1% to 5% of all adverse events that occur throughout the United States because nobody knows about VAERS. So they do a wonderful chart. If you look at flu vaccines from 2008 to 20, so 12 years, there's only been 1,050 adverse events reported. Remember, times that number by pretty much 99% to get a full number. So almost double it, right? COVID-19 vaccines from its beginning, from its beginning, 2020 to June of 22, all COVID vaccines, 18,026. So in the span of 12 years, you had about 1,050 flu vaccine adverse events. From June, uh, no, from uh, 2020 to June of 2022, you have over... 18,000 side effects from COVID-19 injections. Most of them, 12,500 of them, are from Pfizer, followed by Moderna and a low Janison J&J vaccine. And they even go into the amount of distributed distributed vaccines. Flu vaccines have 1,700,000 distributed to get only 1,050 adverse events. COVID-19 vaccines, 588 million injections. Oh, I'm sorry. The flu vaccines were 1.7 billion with a B. And the COVID-19 vaccines were 588 million. A lot less and a lot more adverse events. So please, enough is enough. I mean, this is probably an autoimmune crisis if you want to declare anything a crisis you should declare this a crisis dr teddy at hominem gesundheit so please look into that people should be very very well aware of that and people should also start looking into what they can do to enhance and strengthen their immune system overall post-vaccination so that's going to be it for me it's the last call podcast with chris michaels i agree with Rand paul uh, to say that the american people are finally waking up And there's going to be a massive, massive pushback against people like Dr. Fauci and others throughout the federal government because, you know, you can't do this to people and expect no reaction. So that's going to be it for me. Last Call Podcast, Chris Michaels, As always, you can find me like me.